0: Welcome to the Good Friday edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. This is John Drucker-Miller at HometownHeadlines.com. Reminding you before we start today's newscast that we will be live all weekend on our websites and social media with continuing updates, so please stay with us. Okay, let's start with the coronavirus first today. Four more deaths in northwest Georgia on Thursday. That includes three residents of Bartow County and one resident of Floyd County. Also, the state death count is now at 412. That's up 43 in a single day. 100 people now have tested positive in Floyd County and region-wide. That's up to 355. 203, by the way, out of Bartow County as well. Also, a resolution from the Rome City Commission is demanding the governor and the state, quote, take immediate action to provide for rapid testing end quote, for our area. That resolution was talked about during Monday's Zoom City Commission meeting. It is now being signed by commissioners and will be forwarded to the state. Politics, Georgia's primary, has been pushed back to June 9th because of the coronavirus threat. We'll have details about what's involved with that as well. Those absentee ballot requests in your mailbox, by the way, are still valid. Still send those, complete those, send them out, send them back you will get a ballot for the June 9th primary sent to your home. Also today, we look at the, our other newscasts. We have an update on what all this means to our economy, the economy and our jobs. We've talked with Barry Economics Professor Dr. Frank Stevenson on the impact on coronavirus on local business and what we can expect coming up. Speaking of which, State Labor Department said that it was swamped with claims in a week. They had more claims last week. Then in all of 2019, also some updates on local grocers, what's changed in their operations. And uh, as Zoom continues to sweep our nation, we're now going to see a potential Zoom Rotary meeting with healthcare leaders in our community next Thursday, Rome Rotary. Also, we have expanded coverage options. What's going to be coming up this weekend? We'll kind of forecast that for you as well. Other news today, the Ware Mechanical Weather Center update. We have an outdoor fire danger today. Also, more storms now possible Saturday. Make that Sunday, Sunday night into Monday. The Easter forecast, and before the rain comes late evening, uh, Easter forecast looks pretty good. Sunny with a high of 71. Religion news today, of course, we have a service update for Good Friday and Easter weekend available for you. In buzz today, the University System of Georgia is to recommend no tuition increase for the 2021 school year. Also, the chamber has a new membership enterprise director. Obituaries today, Robbie Lynn Beckler and Deborah Ann McFalls. No public health restaurant inspection scores for you today from the state. However, we do have a look at some takeout options if you're looking for an Easter meal for your family. Crime Watch today updates on area arrests from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk counties. The Truant's Chick-fil-A sports update for the day. Rome Floyd Parks and Rec is now posting a series of short videos focusing on sports-specific drills, workout routines for all ages. It's kind of fun. It's a YouTube creation. We have links to that. Also, the NFL draft is continuing, and we're calling this one Who's Zooming Who? With a nod, by the way, to Aretha Franklin, what's happening? They'll do the draft Zoom-like for all the 32 football teams. NBA's uh, latest content solution, how about a round of horse with some of the big-name players from the NBA? Also, we'll look at what's open, what's closed in our community for activities and sports. And now it's time for Friday's rant of the day. We're going to call this one Rock the Vote. In more than 40 years of journalism and a political junkie for at least 50 years, we've never seen anything quite like the 2020 election cycle. The drama is everywhere. Even as the final votes were being counted for the 2019 municipal elections, all eyes already had shifted to a very robust state and local primary in 2020, as well as the presidential sweepstakes in March. The big finale, of course, would be coming in November, and it looked pretty dramatic as well. But how things have changed in just a few weeks here, consider. With Johnny Isakson's midterm retirement in 2019, we are now dealing with two U.S. Senate races in Georgia this season. The governor made an appointment to replace Isaacson, which in turn sparked a less-than-civil war among state Republicans. Adding to that, in late December, U.S. Representative Tom Graves stunned the region by announcing he would not seek a new term. In part, that had nine Republican hopefuls and one Democrat raise their hands and qualify. The GOP race has been anything but civil as well. We switched to new voting machines starting in March, which actually are easier to use than the old ones. But remember, as a society, we hate change. The grumbling has still not stopped. The presidential preference primary was set in March, and that was to occur a few weeks after Super Tuesday. Translation... It was somewhat meaningless, as the herd of Democrats had been thinned to single digits by that point. Also, Republicans never let anyone but Trump on the GOP ballot in Georgia to begin with. So much for democracy. Even as advanced voting started for the presidential preference primary, the coronavirus threat was erupting. Two weeks in, voting halted, and the presidential primary was shifted to May 19th, paired with the state and local primary. As a precaution, the Secretary of State's office mailed 6.9 million absentee ballots to Georgians who are registered to vote. Immediately, it sparked complaints. How dare you let anyone vote at home? Now, even as voters are returning those absentee requests, which, by the way, will result in ballots being mailed to your homes, there comes another curve. The listless presidential primary and the red-hot state and local primary have now been moved back three more weeks, from May 19th to June 6th. The suggestion was made several weeks ago to move that primary, but as with anything related to the pandemic, our state remains reactive rather than proactive. The pushback creates a need for more campaign finances for the candidates, even as contributions have dried up with all eyes on the coronavirus. There's a great article about this, by the way, in today's AJC. Go to AJC.com. With this new voting schedule and at least two key local races heading into the runoffs, we'll be deciding some of these elections as our kids go back to school in August. That's assuming schools reopen in August. And in November, we'll see exactly what the coronavirus pandemic has meant in terms of political stability and political liability. In summary, you'd almost think there are people pushing all of this to perhaps confuse voters and in turn suppress the vote. Surely that would never happen, right? Regardless, the election cycle will be the most unique one in many of our lives, maybe matching some of the drama going back to the hanging chads of 2000. But will this election even have chads to hang in the first place? Then again, the Rome City Commission vote, not last year, back last November, that was a little bit suspect as well, but that's addition for another day. Right now, one thing is for sure – Thank the people wearing those I voted stickers in June, August, and November. They will have endured one heck of a challenge, and that sticker indeed will be a badge of honor. Better yet, don't just salute them, join them. Remember, your future depends on this too. This is John Druckermeller at HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Continuing updates today and all weekend on HometownHeadlines.com, we wish you and your family a very safe and enjoyable day. Easter weekend here. We'll have continuing coverage for you. Like I said, also keep home, stay home, stay safe. Be careful out there in Northwest Georgia.